Welcome to Dialogue with State Senator Paul Lavota, your electronic town hall meeting. Join Senator Lavota, Independence Mayor Pro Tem Chris Whiting, and activist Courtney Cole for this weekly discussion about Missouri government and politics. Now here's the Missouri State Senator from the 11th District, Paul Lavota. Welcome back to Missouri Legislative Update. We're now in the Senate chamber and talking with Senator Paul Lavota, who represents the 11th Senatorial District. He's from Independence. The topic today is economic development. I think if you were to ask all 34 senators, you would probably get 30 to 34 different answers on what the answer is in terms of economic development. What do you see as a need, a top need? Let's start with that for, for Missouri. Well, we have, we have a real opportunity for economic development, and it's if we do Medicaid expansion. Uh, what If we did Medicaid expansion, we would allow not only 300,000 uh, Missourians have coverage with health care who currently don't, um, we would pull down about $2.2 billion from the federal government. That would help our hospitals, our providers, and uh, is all a fairness issue, but also a real economic development issue. It's right there for us to do. Um, many other states, most other states, have created their own way to expand Medicaid and take advantage of that federal money. But there just seems to be in this chamber um, a, a dogma that is against anything that has to do with health care. And it's really frustrating because it's the best economic development tool we have right there that we could take advantage of. We've heard over the last, I want to say, two years now on this on this very topic that there's a timeline at least of sorts that if we don't get quote unquote get in on it now there the window of opportunity yeah. runs out is that still the case well it, kind of I, for the first three years the federal government would supply hundred percent of the cost for it after that it's ninety percent of the cost but if you look at the numbers um, it doesn't cost Missouri taxpayers anything up to ten years because of savings and also the increased coverage so this helps uh, hospitals providers um, small business people who would have an opportunity to have health care that they otherwise wouldn't. This is a, a, a golden opportunity for us, and we continually uh, pass it by. It's really frustrating. And we've seen more states, uh, governors and, and legislatures, general yes. assemblies across this nation have started to move in this direction. That's right. And, you know, uh, when a very conservative legislature uh, and governor like Kansas has, starts talking about this issue. Alabama has done it. Um, it it, it begun, becomes to make us look even silly that we aren't trying to come up with a Missouri solution for this. The bonding proposal, as was on the table through uh, SCRs 8 and 9, is also a Senate bill mm -hmm. that takes, I believe, $200 million. Is this a good idea? Is this something, the projects involved that are are needed? Well, I, I think it's a good idea. The, the projects are um, public buildings or higher ed, and I think they're, they're valuable projects. Uh, I think the Senate has done a good job going through some really uh, needed infrastructure demands, uh, public buildings or at higher ed. Additionally, you know, I, we talk about economic development a lot in this chamber, and it's either tax credit or tax cut, but in truth, if we would do our job as state government by having good infrastructure, good buildings, um, that basic services that people need, businesses will come along there. And I think we've missed that uh, in this chamber quite a bit, and I'm glad that we have a bonding bill this year. Another aspect of this bill is 
at least in those who have talked about it before, is that it's, it's, this is not building statues to people. Right. This, is, this is needed classroom space and, and 21st thinking, 21st century thinking uh, on where we need to be. Absolutely. And one of the, some of the projects include um, uh, some uh, infrastructure for a community college that's in my district. I have two of them there. And uh, that will make it uh, easier for those uh, students that are trying to go get their degree to community college um, because they're not going to have to pay for that. We'll bond it the other way, which l keeps their um, tuition down, which makes them better employees in the future, and on and on and on. This is the type of foundational thing we should be doing. I'd like to see us do more of it. How close or far are we as a state to moving toward a 10 or $15 per hour minimum wage? You know, I, I think we're getting uh, closer and closer. I have a bill to increase the minimum wage to $10. Um, there has been a, a national movement up to 15 but we may not have the um, cost of living that would have a $15. But $10 is a reasonable amount. Um, it, it, it makes a lot of sense to do that. And I think the president said during the State of the Union that if you don't think it's, it's uh, too low, then try to live on that wage, on the minimum wage. And I think that really sunk in to people around the country knowing that we should increase the minimum wage. And I'm hoping that we can um, do that with my bill. Missouri has its own wage, separate from the federal wage, and indexed, yes. I believe, to inflation. Yeah, in, well, indexed to the federal as okay. well, okay. yes. And, and my bill says $10 an hour and also... Uh, tied to the federal as well. So as uh, cost of living would go up, it would go up. And I think that, and you know, we talk about economic development, that would give a shot in the arm to many workers in the state. Uh, that would increase their buying capacity and they would spread it around and, and, and build our economy. Um, a little different from what we've talked about in this chamber in the past with the tax credit or, or tax cuts that only uh, are for people making over $500,000 a year. This is for real Missourians who, would, uh, who are here to build our state. How serious is the need to reform tax credits in the state? You know, I, th I think there's a serious need. I think uh, when you have uh, different tax credits that seem to grow without uh, discussion by the legislature, I think it's time that we look at those. What, uh, one of the frustrating things I think that we find in here is that uh, some folks are tax credit for everything and some folks are get rid of all of them. When in truth, we need to have sound tax policy that puts tax credits and tax cuts as well into those things that actually build the economy. I have a, 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 a bill that would uh, give Missouri the earned income tax credit like a federal does. That would help so many Missouri, working Missourians uh, around the state. And that, again, from uh, foundation up, would build our state. It's those, the tax base and the tax credits that seem to be uh, of, of great importance in right. some estimations. But again, like you say, there's some who say, don't need any tax credits. Right. And, and, you know, again, tax policy has to be smart. We can't just cut our way to growth. We have to be very uh, strategic in the way we do that. If this tax credit reform were to come to fruition, is it this year? Is it, we've, I mean, with this has been another one of those issues that's just been around yeah. for forever, it seems like now. Yeah, I don't think there's appetite for it this year, and uh, it's unfortunate. Um, it's just a few years ago we had something that, was a combined effort out of the Senate. The House didn't think it was right, and then it just died. And um, we, have to, we have to be smart about this and um, maybe put those uh, um, ideas about these things uh, that we 
bring to us and look at the facts? These continue to be the issues. When you talk about taxes, that's the huge, probably the, the biggest deal to a lot of people in Missouri as far as what they pay, how they're paid, et cetera. And these are issues we continue to watch as the legislative session rolls on. We thank Senator Lavota. Thank and you. We thank you for watching. program has been produced by Courtney Cole, Chris Whiting, and Paul Lavoda. All rights reserved. Thanks again for listening to Dialogue with State Senator Paul Lavoda. Contact Paul on Twitter at Paul Lavoda or by email at votelavoda at hotmail.com with your comments or for syndication. Join us next week for more Dialogue.